It's your special guest host on cliffcentral.com. Good afternoon and welcome to What's Happening with Heather. With me, Heather Hook. It's good to be back on your airwaves. It's been a little while. I'm excited to be back in studio this afternoon. I've got two awesome guests lined up for you. In fact, we've actually got a whole cheerleading squad going on in here, actually. And um, I'm going to be talking about SA Fashion Week and some other cool stuff that I've been up to in the interim. So stay tuned. It's going to be a blast. So it is firstly and foremostly my pleasure to have business and entrepreneurial legend Bill Gibson with me in studio today. Bill hails from Canada originally, and he's been in South Africa for 20 years, not 40 years, like I originally said, because that would make him... Make him my age. Yeah, really, really <laughs> old, which he's not. He's only 21. Bill is first and foremost an entrepreneur, um, and then he has a sales and professional master marketer background. And I've got a whole lot of stuff here, but Bill, you know, you would probably be able to take me through all the things that you've done. I just know that you're a marketing and sales guru, and there's nobody else to work with in South Africa, in my humble opinion. So tell us a bit about you. Well, you got to love what you do. <laughs> okay. Exactly number, right. Number one. And, uh, you know, I believe that if you're alive, you're in sales. Okay. And that, that means everybody listening out there is in sales. That is true. Because yeah, every you, day you're selling yourself, you, yeah. Yeah, if you want to go out on a Friday night and your wife doesn't want to go with you, your husband, and you go without them and you come home at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're in sales. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I hadn't thought of that yeah, one. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, and, and everything that happens, these headphones I, I've got on, somebody sold them. You know, that microphone you're speaking into, somebody sold them. And we forget that the sidewalk we walk on, was sold by somebody. You know, the airplane you fly in, somebody sold it. And we just don't even think of that. And it's really one of the major things that makes the world go around. And because it's a competitive industry, is that uh, we have to get better and better at whatever we offer because there's people out there marketing. Okay? Exactly. And, uh, and it's an interesting thing because we don't think of that. And uh, so I've spent a lifetime in selling. And, uh, you know, I can remember in a little country community of about 400 people on the east coast of Canada where I was brought up, sitting on the corner uh, by the petrol station and watching the cars go by. And I have to say, I was thinking about this morning because I looked at that question you had uh, <laughs> sent to me, uh, was that uh, I was always impressed with the traveling salesman. And because they always drove a nice car, you thought you thought it was a pretty cool job. Yeah, to have, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in a little Whole blue, suitcase of staff, a little blue collar <laughs> community, and there was guys knocking on your door, and uh, and I I always saw it as a positive thing. And so as I got older, you know, I got into sales, and uh, and from there I I made it a specialty, and and I think too that sometimes you know we get the wrong impression of what sales is. And I like what my son Shane said when he was 18. He said, all, all selling is is creating an environment so an act of faith can take place. And so you build it around that. And it's really about uh, finding what people really need. I, I'm very big on needs analysis and that you take a time to listen, you know, listen to understand, not just to respond, defend, advise, or sell. Exactly. And uh, so, uh, you know, that's my approach. And uh, I don't think that if, if there's a fit, not a fit, uh, then somebody shouldn't be buying from you. Exactly. Uh, re- refer them refer them to somebody else or no connection or yeah. something along those lines yeah. there has to be you're building a relationship and and see it's about it is about connecting you know and i and i say that professional selling is continually walking into the world of uncertainty on a daily basis certain of your success because you're practicing the winning habits principles skills process and attitudes of that profession 
and 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 that's how you make it. That's how you do it. But you you've got to learn what those skills are, and those attitudes. And your top producers do that. You know, those that don't stay in the industry long don't do that. Exactly. And yeah. uh, so look, it's it's the love of my life: sales and marketing and communications. And uh, you know, I find that it works in every area of your life. If you you know, if you're going to, if you're debating back and forth with your husband or wife or two or three people who are going to go for dinner, in actuality, you're influencing. Some of the best ideas in the world have never made it to the street because the person taking it into the boardroom did not how to present it properly so that people would buy into it. And we don't think of these yeah, things. Yeah. You know, we have this impression that a salesman is somebody who knocks on the door, if he gets his foot in, then you're in trouble. When in actuality, that's not real selling. I, uh, real selling is taking the time to do a proper job, connect and get to with know people, your, get to know your customer, and, and make yeah. it your life. Make it your life. And um, well, I mean, obviously you've worked with clients all over the world. I mean, I know this. You've got programs running in Dubai and all over the show. Who are some of the clients that you've worked with, and how have you helped them increase their sales targets and their marketing reach? Like, how have you helped them grow? Yeah, for example, you can take a, a NetBank, you know, or a Zurich Insurance uh, uh, locally. Uh, I've worked with Oricon Engineering, Siemens, so across the board. But the key is with my stuff, it, it's quite simple, is that you focus on the right clients or the right prospects, number one. So you've got you to take the time to put together criteria to find who it is you really want to deal with. Okay, So you focus on the right clients and then with the right frequency of contact, okay? which doesn't mean you know, 81% of all conversion business comes from the fifth call and onward. And I'm not, so you just got to keep at it. <laughs> yeah, but you must add you must add value. So yes. t- so time is the key to all relationships, whether that's frequency of time or length of time. But you must add genuine, sincere assistance. Then that equals a relationship of one degree another, which e- equals a commitment from both people. So you got to add value. So you focus on the right clients, okay, with the right frequency, with the right database selling tools. So there's various ways to build that frequency. It all isn't face to face or on the telephone. It could be through social media. You know, it could be through email. It could be through uh, going to events where they're at and you bump into them. That's part of your frequency. And this is a plan that you follow? This is, yeah, this you know, is, this there's is, a set sort of, you know, obviously you adapt it to your company or whatever, but there's a… Every company uh, needs to do that. And I, I say that you categorize your clients, AAA, AA, A, B, or C, and then you have four strategies. One is retention, retain. Another one is develop. So any clients that you already have, they're either a retain or a develop. And a retain would be somebody where you're getting the majority of the business. A develop would be somebody where you're getting small amount, but there's a chance to to uh, really grow that company. And that's where the gold sits. Yeah. And then you have those that you want to regain, who used to be with you, and gain. And so there is a process that we help businesses put in, whether it's a one- or two-person business or whether it's a major corporation. And when that process kicks in, and you've seen some of the results that some of the clients have gotten – and the reason why they got it is because of the process. Now, then you add the skills. You know, the add, you add the skills of understanding personality profiles. You add the skills of, of opening the call, uh, handling objections. You know, yeah. uh, you know, I got a little manual that's got 101 ways, that, 101 different objections you get when in selling. Oh, my gosh. And, and, a, <laughs> and, and, you know, eight to ten different ways to handle each one of them. Is that you know it's about ninety percent preparation and ten percent perspiration. So if you're ready, and what people it's get the same so objection <laughs> over and over again, they don't know how to handle it. When in actuality, somebody says your price is too high, then uh, you know if you say, "Well, how high? Too high?" Or are you saying that you don't see the value, or you just don't have the budget? Okay, and then so, you know how to answer it. Then you know how to answer mm-hmm. yeah. it, and and it's not trickery. 
it's a matter of being able to be prepared properly to handle it. If somebody says it, you know, send me an email uh, and, and they want to send the price and you all should to value before price. See, we have a tendency, so many people are out there in the quote business. So all they do is send out quotes mm. versus going and finding out about the business and do a proper needs analysis and then delivering to them what they really need. And the customer is not always right. Yeah. Okay? yeah. That's, that's a fallacy. Okay. The customer always deserves to be respected. Okay. But the reason why we're there is the customer doesn't know what they need. So when you go in and do a needs analysis, then you can take and help the person properly. Exactly. Yeah. So, mm. well, can you give us some of your top or key pointers to help our listeners increase their sales targets? We're in tough economic times. It's no, I mean, it's no secret. How would you, what would you suggest? Well, the first thing I would suggest is a change your frame of mind. Okay. Is that, we believe that when the economy is down and, and, and things are a little bit turbulent, that then that's a problem. But let's say that the market is only 80% of what it was. There's still 80% there. So the majority of your competitors walking around crying and feeling bad about it, and they think, well, there's no sense going out there or doing this because nobody's buying. Okay? Mm-hmm. Sure, somebody's buying. Eight out of ten are still buying. So what you do is you get lean and you get keen. And you stay in front of clients more often. And that's where you up your frequency. Okay. That's where you start to really put the extra work in. That's where you set two appointments a week for 7 a.m. Okay. <laughs> Last week, I had three appointments at 7 a.m. You on, are an on, early riser, yeah. though. We know this. No, I don't like getting up in the morning. <laughs> but when I set an appointment, I have to get up. Mm. And see, a salesperson has to set in those disciplines. You should have probably 70% of your appointments for next week booked out by Thursday afternoon of this week. Now, you start putting in five or six of these different uh um, disciplines into what you're doing, then it can't help but help your business. And see, it goes back to professional selling, continually walking into the world of uncertainty on a daily basis, certain of your success because you're practicing winning habits, principles, skills, attitudes. And you're so, prepared. Yeah, then you're prepared. So it's it, all it is is kicking these things in. And so when it comes to a tough economy, this is where you get back to the basics. And this is where companies cut back on their training, for example. They say, well, gee, we can't afford it. That's where you should spend more on training. Okay? And well, let's say the word invest more in training. Yes, yes. Okay? On the right stuff. And, and then what you're going to do is you're going to see results. And so what it is, the majority of companies and businesses and individuals buy into this thing of turbulent times or things slowing down and there's no money. What do you mean there's no money? All it is is not turning as quickly. So in a good yeah. market, you know, you can take a rand and it may turn seven times between seven people's hands. In a slower market, it only, may only turn five times. So the same amount of money is still out there. It's just not turning as quick. So what you've got to do is go earn it. Now, here's the key. You must add value. You must go do a proper job. Yeah. And, and so, uh, you know, I love it at a session. What I'll do is I'll say, you know, would anybody like me to read their palms? And, gee, they put their hands on I said, I'm a palm reader. <laughs> and, and, and I'll take and I'll, and I'll look at it and I'll say, look, you have a long lifeline here. You're probably going to live to be 90. And look at, look at your hand lots, here. That's a money. <laughs> yeah, because the diamonds are perform. You see those diamonds here? Then that, yeah. that's where it shows there is money coming. Okay. And so, you know, and, and I says, anybody else wants it? And gee, a whole lot of other hands go up. And then I laugh and say, I want to tell you the truth. I know very little about palm reading. Okay. But here's. And they were like, what? Yeah, yeah everybody goes, what? But I wanted to put, make a point to you is everybody wants to read their palms. You know why? Because we're talking about you, not me. And see, that's what selling's about. Ah. It's talking about you, not me. Exactly. And see, what uh, selling is not telling. 
So most salespeople, all they do is tell, 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 tell. Yeah. And they don't listen. And they, don't, they don't talk to the client. And the thing is, the client knows why you're there. You know why <laughs> you're there. So be there. Be present. You know, and these days we talk about mindfulness. Okay, you could read Eckhart Tolle, it's the power of now. But it's how to be in the now, right here on this show, right now. I got lots of issues in my life I have to deal with, mm. but I'm not thinking about them, am I? I'm here now. So when you're with a client, be there now, and you'll find out it unfolds. And we're so glad you're here now. And there were like five people standing, staring at their palms, going, well, where's the diamond? What? <laughs> and I was about to add palm reading onto a list of things that you can do. <laughs> so, Bill, you are running a two-day event. It's actually this Thursday and Friday, am I right? That's the 14th right. 14th and 15th at Cedar Woods of Santon in Woodmead. And it's literally how to bust your sales targets in tough economics times. Yeah. So, literally what you've just scraped the tip of the iceberg now. Tell us a bit more about what people can expect if they were to come to this course and also who it would benefit to be there because yeah. I mean it sounds quite exciting look uh, uh, some of the people that we got coming right now uh, you know they're engineers so you know, a lot of people that sell in the mining industry so you, so you got engineers and then you got CEOs of, of companies themselves you got business owners uh, I've got one uh, uh, insurance company that's got 10 people that are coming um, I've got people that are in the advertising business. I got insurance salespeople. So anybody who's selling. Yeah, anybody that's selling or anybody in management or a business owner. If you have to market yourself, yeah. okay, in any way, it, it will work because these are the principles. And what I say is that it's like when I say, you know, you've got uh, AAAs, AA's, A's, B's, and C's, mm-hmm. but you have friends and associates. Some of them are A's, some of them are B's, some of them are C's. Exactly. Yeah. The four strategies of retain, develop, regain, and gain, you have some friends you want to retain, some you want to develop, maybe some you want to regain, and some you <laughs> want to gain. Of, yeah. Right? I mean, I, I, I could take this and turn it into the dating game eh, with the same material. This, this could be a good spinoff, Bill. Let's, let's work on this for the next program, right? Yeah, I don't think my wife would go along with it, okay? <laughs> I've been tempted a few times. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure it's going to be jam-packed full of like great tips that you've given us. And yeah, Absolutely. And what we're doing is we're also giving away one of the programs called Boosting Sales and Profits of Focus Selling. And along with that manual, the 101 different ways to handle objections as part of the package, you know, at the session. And... You know, and we're covering things really across the board. You know, we'll talk about the specifics, but also I'll be showing that process of, you know, how to target the right clients with the right frequency, the right database selling tools with the right solutions. Right? So it'll be two full packed days, and I have my favorite speaker that's coming with me, okay, <laughs> and uh, and she will be there. She will be there. Uh, and she will just knock Blow you your out. mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, she's unbelievable. Okay, and so... Uh, uh, and I have a couple of other guest speakers. I'll have Voter Schneiman, um, and Voter uh, is a gentleman that's in one of my references where he took his company from zero to a hundred million in a matter of about two and a half years, uh, literally following my processes point by point. That's a two, right? <clears throat> a two, yeah. 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 And uh, and he's gone from at that point when he gave me that quote, he was at one hundred and fifty brokers. I was with, with him yesterday. He's at two hundred and fifty brokers now in his wow. company, and. Uh, you know, he uses my stuff about five times better than I do. And I always say, look, some folks don't believe that I do everything I say I do. Because sometimes it's a 600th time I speak to a group and I think, geez, I might try that myself. <laughs> that sounds so, like a really good idea. I'm going to do that. And, and seriously, like I, I, you know, I'm not the greatest businessman in the world. 
and uh, and I'm also not the greatest salesman, uh, but I have a lot and I have many many years of experience at it. You know, I've been at it for a good forty years or so, and uh, you know I can take and I can share that with people, and that's really what I'm there for. To, because it's a tough thing out there selling. You're by yourself. You have lots of freedom, but at the same time, you got to have some fantastic disciplines. And everybody needs a tune-up. I was talking to a guy this morning that's going to join me, and he's been selling for 35 years. Wow. And uh, and a lot of times, a very experienced person coming to something like this is that they hear what they already know, which is a nice confirmation. And then all they have to do is pick up one or two really good little things, and they can take it and turn it into Into their sales. own thing. Make yeah, they really can do it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, look, it's going to be uh, lots of fun. And as you can see and hear here is that, look, I'm not a serious guy. You know, when it comes to age, yes, I'm 71, but but, uh, but he looks 40. Folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. The power of radio. Yeah, that's Aww. right. Power of radio. I look 40 on radio. Okay, you notice that? I really look good on radio. You see that? Uh, and and mentally, I'm probably running between the ages of four and six. So mm. we're going to have a heck of a lot of fun uh, because there's just no way I'm going to go in there and put two days in with anybody and not laugh and enjoy myself and. And people learn better when they're laughing and having fun. And how can people book if they're interested? Do they think this is something that might be for them or for their sales team or what? Yeah, they, they can just give a call to my office, which is 011, okay, 011-784-1720 in Santon. So 011-784-1720. And uh, you could also go to uh, maybe my blog. And the last two articles that I put on the blog also have the details at the end of the articles, uh, um, you know, in reference to the program. And so it's uh, bill-gibson.com. So bill-gibson.com. Pretty easy. easy. Bill-gibson.com. And and I'll tell you what we will do is that uh, if you say when you call, uh, I heard you on Cliff Central, um, we'll give you a special deal. Okay. okay, and we really will because at this last minute, uh, we know that you're going to have to change. It's going to be something you're going to have to change around some things pretty quickly, and I would appreciate it if you do do it. So, you know, it's Thursday and Friday. So, uh, you know, I'll give you a bit of a discount so that uh, it works for you. We love impromptu giveaways. <laughs> so there, there you go, Cliff Central guys. That's the man to call, Bill Gibson. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. But you're not leaving us no. just yet. You're not because we're going to bring in our second guest very shortly, yeah. a young lady by the name of Megan Verner, who yeah. Bill knows very well. Yeah, actually. and she inspires me every time I meet her and every time that she speaks. Okay, and uh, she's an amazing, amazing person. And believe it or not, Megan is only 14 years old. She is an accomplished public and inspirational speaker. She also has a book to her name, which she wrote last year when she was actually 13, believe it or not. I mean, I wrote my first book when I was 36, so clearly I wasn't that far off the starting gate. Megan, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you very much. And uh, Bills, you've spoken with Megan on a number of stages. You've worked with her quite a lot. What can you tell us about this inspirational young lady? Let me say this about her, is that, um, you know, I work with her parents and I coach them in their business. And uh, she walked in one day and said, I'm going to write a book. And uh, less of 60 days, she had that book written. Okay. And it blew my mind. Megan, I'll tell you what it's done for me is that I hadn't written a book for years. And my book will be finished at the end of the month. Okay? And I started about uh, two weeks ago and a co-author with another guy. But the major inspiration for me to do that is, my gosh, if Megan can do it, you know, 
<laughs> if a 13-year-old yeah. can do it, I can do it too, and, right? And look, and what she does, in my opinion, is is that, you know, I've had her with me in front of adults, and many, many adults, and it blows her minds because when you see somebody that wrote a book in 60 days at 13 years old, and now she's, you know, she's grown way beyond that because she's now 14. Yes, which is a boss, <laughs> okay. boss. Well, yeah, yeah, yes. she's got it down pat now, okay, <laughs> you know. But when you get somebody that can do that, and uh, and you listen to them, and and I've watched adults give her the toughest questions. Mm. Like I say, ask her any question you want to ask her, and and her answers blow me away because they're not even answers I would give. I learn every time this little girl opens her mouth. Okay, uh, so to me, that's Megan Warner, and so we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Megan there. Yeah. On the uh, I think Megan's which day did we decide? I think it was. A Thursday. We're gonna, we're okay, so she, that's the special guest that we were all yeah, that, okay. So she's coming to Bull's event on Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so uh, she's gonna she's gonna knock everybody out. Believe me. Fantastic. Yeah. So Megan, welcome. Thank you very Club much. <laughs> and uh, what's happening with Heather? So tell me, what inspired you to write a book at thirteen? I mean, most thirteen-year-olds, you know, are more worried about painting their nails and doing their hair than writing a book. So what was your? What made you say, "I want to do this"? Well, my parents read their book, How to Join the Mile High Club, Your Ticket to Unlimited Potential. And at the first event, I saw what a big difference they made. And when we were driving back from the event, uh, I decided, Mom, and then I said to them, Mom, Dad, I also want to write a book. And they said, that's fine, you can write your book, but you're going to write it by yourself. <laughs> by yourself. You, we are going to support you, but you're going to write it by yourself. And yeah. <laughs> Did you ever feel, oh my goodness, what have I started? Yes. Um, it was quite hard at some point, but nothing that I couldn't overcome. So Bill said you wrote it in 60 days, which is two months pretty much. Did you find it difficult? Did you, did, were there parts where you were like, I want to throw in the towel? I, can't, I mean, all, all writers have writer's block, right? So did you like at some point go, oh, what have I decided to do? I'm, I can't carry on. I'm just going to can it. There were a few stages where, um, it got, got quite difficult and uh, like I had to wake up every morning at four o'clock to write my book because I was so busy with school and hockey and extra activities, but nothing that I couldn't overcome because that's my passion and that's what I decided I want to do and that's what I did. And you are quite a passionate young lady. I believe you plan to be Miss Universe one day. What is it, 2025? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, so watch out, ladies and gents. Megan Werner, the next Miss Universe, is headed your way. So tell us a bit about your book. It's called It's Up to Me, Seven Ways to Make a Difference. So why seven ways? Why not six? Because seven is my lucky number, and there are seven days in a week. Uh-huh. So each day you can choose a different chapter. <laughs> And it's not a long book to read, but it is filled with content. So there's something for everybody, right? Yes. So out of the seven ways to make a difference, which one is your very favorite? I'd say teaching because I can teach others to make a difference. Okay. All right. And I see obviously you do, I mean, Bill's shared that you do inspirational talks to groups and corporates and stuff. What do you talk them to them about? I mean, I think adults would probably say, well, what could a 14-year-old teach me? So what, what do you talk to corporate groups about? I talk about never listen to negative people and to get out of your comfort zone. And I've got a new speech about honesty. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds quite interesting. And we know we're all surrounded by negative people every day. So getting away from them can be... Bill and I have been around for a little while. We know about these negative people. (laughs) 
So, like I said, I mean, do you ever find that adults say to you, well, what can I learn or something along those lines? I mean, what, what, what would you respond to? So if I said to you, oh, well, you know, Megan, you're only 14. What can I learn from you? I get that question quite often. What can I learn from the 14 uh, year old? And you might be thinking the exact same thing, but we were all kids at one stage. No matter how old you are, you were a kid. Mm. So you can relate to me. And actually, adults are just children with money. That is also true. <laughs> they are. They are. So where is your book available? Is it online? Is it in stores? Where can we find you? Um, we are getting it into stores. It, it is available in some stores. And it is available on Amazon. And also on my webpage, it's Megan, uh, www.meganwerner.co.za. Alrighty. So if you're interested in reading this book from this amazing young lady, that's where you need to, uh, that's where you need to head to. Last but not least, what do you do when you're not writing and speaking? I mean, please tell me you have time to do the nail painting and the hair and <laughs> all the girly things, right? I love modeling and shopping with my mom, but then also I love fishing and hiking with my dad. So it's quite balanced. Like I'd go to a modeling competition and after I won the modeling competition, I'd take off my makeup, take off my heels and go fishing with my dad. It's the best way to balance yourself, right? You can't have all of one and no. none of the other. <laughs> So, you know, what's, what's, what's your favorite hobby? If you were to say to me, oh, I enjoy playing sport or I enjoy reading, what's your very, your absolute favorite thing to do on the weekend? Where, where would we find you on the weekend if you're not modeling or up the mountain? Um, I'm quite busy. So on the weekends, I'd probably be studying. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, cause the schoolwork can get quite hectic sometimes, but, um, I also love playing cause on a farm, we live on a farm and there I've got many friends. So I love going, um, playing with my friends and then I'd also go fishing with them and I'd also like get new clothes and play doll with my other friends okay. so the girls and the boys yeah you just sort of hang out yeah and I was that was one of the things I was going to ask you is how do you manage to juggle schoolwork and speaking and everything do you just make time do you get up at four every morning <laughs> what's your secret uh, I do get uh, up at four Quite often sometimes, but I think if you've got a passion for something, you'll just make a time to do what you want to do. No truer word, right, Bill? Absolutely. And I was just thinking, Des uh, and Belinda, or the mum and dad, is uh, I'd probably go modeling with you, Des, and, and <laughs> fishing with Belinda. Fishing with Belinda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> family fun, family fun. <laughs> So, Megan, you are, you obviously you've given us your website already, meganverner.co.za, and you're obviously on social media as well, being an up and coming young lady that you are. Do you want to give us your Twitter and Instagram handles so people can look you up? Um, my Twitter is at the Megan Werner, and my Instagram is also the Megan Werner. And you're on Facebook as well, so they can yes, just look up. Yes, that is Megan also Megan Werner. All right, cool. Well, thank you very much to both of you. You're welcome to stick around as we carry on and interject if you want. No, I love it because I, uh, I was quite involved with SA Fashion Week uh, for a few years. Eh? Okay. Yeah. Well, then you and can… Uh, did stuff for the, um, you know, on how to market and amplify themselves, the designers. And uh, also did some things on how to run an effective trade show booth for them. So feel um, free to yeah. stick around. And, and as you can you see, I, I'm a bit of a model. Yes, yes, yeah. you are. Yes, you are. For, for <laughs> what? For what we won't say. Ha, ha, for ha. granddads and grannies. <laughs> granddads and grannies. Okay. Well, thanks to both of my guests. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Please, if you are on Twitter, get us on cliffcentral.com. Let us know what you think. At the Megan Verner. At Bill Gibson One. 
right? Yeah, that's right. Because there can only be one. Bill Gibson And me, one. Heather L. Hook. That's right. So hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking. Any thoughts, suggestions going forward? And now it's my time to talk a little bit about all the cool things that I love doing. So for those of you who don't know me, this is actually my second time on Cliff Central. And I've also been on a, new, a number of other radio stations over the years. I have fun with things like fashion. I love food. I'm not a foodie. And people call me a foodie and I feel like I'm pretending because I'm not really. But I do love food. And I love entertainment and social media. And I have an events management company. So that's my day job. And I also help several clients with their social media and their online marketing as well. So I really enjoy that. And that's sales as well, really, isn't it, it Bill? Sure I mean, is. social media, people don't actually think of social media as sales, but it is. Yeah. And the key with your social media is creating an environment so an act of faith can take place. Okay? Exactly. And uh, so how you do your social media is very, very important. The message you're putting out, the way you go about it. Uh, absolutely. And you do a very good job at it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so I highly recommend you. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> so this past week has been an absolute roller coaster ride of activity for me, kicking off with my highlight, SA Fashion Week, which we just spoke about just now. I have never actually attended a fashion show before. Oh, so this was my first super experience, and I must say I was really, really blown away. And I must say you really looked good. I did. In that dress. I did. Thank yeah. you. I was very, very honored to be dressed yes. by Big Blue Clothing in South yes. Africa. They put my whole outfit together for me. I've never been styled before. I wasn't sure if it was going to work, and, if it wasn't going to work. And we'd have to say that maybe you also looked hot. Oh, You look really good. Hmm. Anyway, I'm going to carry on before this heads down uh, wherever it shouldn't. <laughs> so um, we, we were obviously watching the spring summer collection, which we viewed now, which was really odd because it's kind of weird looking at like sundresses and strappy sandals when you look like wearing a coat. But then I guess in September when they're doing the winter range, then you're wearing a sundress and they're all wearing boots and jackets. So I had to get sort of used to that. So I went through on Thursday the 7th, which was last week Thursday, and I saw the ranges of Sun Goddess and JJ Skuman. Sun Goddess, who've been around for about 20 years uh, in the industry, designing and doing absolutely fantastic things and evolving as they're going. Very unique, made very bold statement-making pieces with florals and stripes and headwear. It was very, very unique and different. I really, really enjoyed their range. And as an alternative to that, uh, the second show for the evening was JJ Skuman, who's a very well-known Joburg-based designer. And he chose to make a much simpler statement. All his outfits were white, very clean, fresh, elegant lines, uh, shoes from Europa Arts. And the models all had candy floss pink hair just to give some color to the color to the evening. So I really, really enjoyed that range as well. It was quite interesting for me to read a local newspaper made a statement um, about the show saying that JJ's range was very boring in comparison to Sun Goddess. I mean, I guess you could say that it's two very different designers. And I mean, this ultimately, again, comes down to sales and what you what appeals to you. So, I mean, even though I found a beautiful, bold statement making pieces very attractive. They just weren't for me. I preferred the cleaner, fresh lines. And look, it's about targeting. And what I talked about yeah. is that, you know, a certain designer will target a certain group of people. And so therefore, but if somebody else who's not that target market looks at it, they'll say, well, gee, I don't like this. Or, yeah, well, that's not for fit me. me. Or... But that doesn't matter because those that are your target market is what's important. So it's better to narrow it down to know who it is. And then that's who you put your effort into. You, the the biggest disappointment in marketing and sales usually is that you're going after the wrong market, and you yeah, get so you're, so, you're showing stuff to people who have absolutely and, and, no and you get rejected, you get criticized, but but you're talking to the wrong people. You figure who the right people are, you won't get rejected, you will not get criticized. So that's very important. And I mean, 
different opinions make the world go round, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, some people are going to love you. Some people are going to hate you. It is, it is what it is. And you just keep doing what you're doing. But I thought JJ did an absolutely fantastic range. And there were a couple of key pieces I would definitely incorporate into my wardrobe. Very fresh, very simple, um, you know, outfits. It could be keyed with accessories and shoes. I really, I really had a, I really had a fun time. So that was really enjoyable for me. And like I mentioned, I was very fortunate to be dressed by Big Blue Clothing, South Africa, who absolutely spoiled me. I got styled for the first time in my life. Wasn't sure about the outfit, but we managed to pull it off and, um, got some attention and people wanting to speak to me. Somebody actually thought I was a designer. <laughs> I was very flattered. I said, no, honey, but thank you. <laughs> so, um, Big Blue Clothing have a number of stores around SA. Christopher's, check them out. They're on bigblue.co.za. Not only ladies, men's kiddies, novelty gifts. I get lost in there every time I go. I'm looking at like little gnome lights that light up different colors and little lip gloss holders that look like flying pigs and just really fun, weird stuff. So I, I really, I really dig hanging out there. And, um, for anybody who knows me, they know that I love sorbet nail bar, especially sorbet four ways because they treat me so well. And they stepped up to the plate and did my makeup. So we can actually thank sorbet four ways for, uh, Fantastic. the look, rocking the look. So thanks to them. And, um, they have been around, Sorbet's been around for about 12 years. They not only do nails and waxing and facials and all that kind of stuff, they have a men's Sorbet man. So for stylish gents like you, Bill, who might want a bit of a shave or a haircut, do you know, not that I'm saying anything. My image consultant was a cowboy. Oh, well, yeah, that kind of tells. <laughs> the man is wearing cowboy boots and yes, he looks like he might have but just stepped Spanish off the Spanish Sandra cowboy boots. <laughs> So they have the sorbet guys. They also have a dry bar. So if you want to have your hair done and beautifully blow dried, head on there. Um, they were so excited that I was going to be on the show today. They said, please tell everyone about us. So I said, of course, but can you give the listeners at Cliff Central a discount? Because as you know, we love impromptu discounts. They said, of course. So if you phone them and book an appointment either today or tomorrow, so you can make the appointment for me whenever you want. You just need to phone them today or tomorrow and you will qualify for 20% off a mani or pedi. So you can go in December. You can book it for your wedding next year. It doesn't matter. Just phone them now, today or tomorrow, make the booking. 011-465-7399 and tell them you heard it on Cliff Central because we are cool. They're also on Twitter, Sorbet underscore Fourways, and I love them. Just putting that out there. So for those of you who know me, I also like food. In fact, I think I did actually say that earlier. I was very, very honored to be invited to Callisto's in Alberton for their opening well, not really their opening. It was more of their launch. They've been open for about five months. The mall is absolutely brand new. It's been there, like I said, five months. It's actually where the old racetrack used to be in Alberton. And nobody would ever thought I would drive to the south at night. But I did. And I came back. And the food was absolutely mind-blowing. I have to say, obviously, Portuguese restaurant. Fantastic butterfly prawns. Trinchado. I mean, we had fillet steaks. We had espetadas. We literally were absolutely blown away. The, the chef is also the owner very passionate, loves her food, and the starter platter was just from garlic snails to everything in between, baby squid, fried halloumi. If you're ever in the south, head to Newmarket Mall and go and hang out with the guys at Callisto's Alberton. I'm on the way there. Are you? That's where we're going after the show. We're actually all going. I just finished a 20-day juice fast. Oh, fantastic. That's definitely where we're going. And we're taking Duncan the sound guy with us. We're going to go there, man, and we're going to make it happen. (laughs) So definitely, if you're ever in the south, check out... Callisto's. And then I'm going to wrap up the show with a great experience that I had not that long ago, which is 
Bounce in Midran. Now, I don't know if any of you have been there, but it is loads of fun. It is a giant room filled with trampolines. So unleash your inner three-year-old. It is absolute, well, actually, no, over three years old, please, because nobody under the age of three. But basically, you go in, you get a really cool, funky little pair of socks with those rubberized things on the bottom so you don't fall over. And you get to bounce around and play basketball. You get to play dodgeball. You get to freestyle. You get to jump off the wall. It really was an absolute blast, I have to say. And great exercise. Good for the body. Get stuff get stuff flowing, lymph flowing and whatever else. So I have to say, um, when I walked out of there, my knees were wobbling. Like I'd just been on my first date, but I will definitely, I will definitely go back again. It was absolute ton of fun. Look them up. up. They are on bounceinc.co.za for rates and times. Really affordable family fun. Go jump around and then go have a milkshake. Make yourself feel better about your life. All right. So I think that's pretty much it for me. Um, I'm just going to obviously say please hit us up on cliffcentral.com at cliffcentral.com if you want to call us tell us anything we need to know 0861-555-189 bill is on twitter bill gibson one i'm on twitter heather l hook i'm also on instagram heather louise hook and on facebook i hope i get to come back again it's been a blast i've had fun i can't believe it's gone so quickly thank you bill for joining us thank you thank you megan thank you for joining us and we hope to see you again soon and that is all from me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's your special guest host on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral Revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.